Jeffrey, welcome back to Nightfalls. Come settle in for tonight's soothing bedtime story. As always, don't worry if you fall asleep before the end. You can drift off whenever you're ready. Come settle in beside the fire and allow yourself to be transported to the cozy confines of the European sleeper train, where avid traveller Jack lies back and learns to enjoy a slower pace of adventure as his train rolls steadily through the stunning Scandinavian scenery that bridges the gap between Narvik, Norway, and Stockholm, Sweden. Before we begin, here's a word from our valued sponsors who make this free content possible. If you've been feeling overwhelmed with anxiety lately, try listening to a guided meditation on the Meditation for Anxiety podcast. Meditation is a proven natural way to help you calm down and dissolve stress so you can feel lighter and happier. So subscribe for free today to the Meditation for Anxiety podcast by searching for Meditation for Anxiety on your favorite podcast player. For the best way to fall asleep with Nightfalls, you can now become a premium supporter. Enjoy the entire back catalogue of Nightfalls classics, all with a rich, immersive and totally ad-free experience. If you love falling asleep to Nightfalls, Nightfalls Premium will elevate your sleep while helping to support myself and the team. We love creating Nightfalls, but without supporters, it wouldn't be possible. Join Nightfalls Premium today in just two taps on both Apple Podcasts or via the Supercast link found in the show notes for all other podcast players. Your sleep will thank you for it, and so will I. The train carriage rocked and jolted softly as they rounded a wide bend that snaked around the side of a tree-lined mountain. The mountainside views were astonishing as the train chugged through the Scandinavian wilderness on its way to Stockholm. No matter which direction Jack looked in, he saw a sea of tall pine trees sweeping across the rocky mountainsides all around. People had mentioned that the route between Narvik and Stockholm was beautiful but there was nothing quite like seeing it for yourself. The trip would take about 18 hours to travel between the destinations, so when Jack was searching for the right travel method, the only option was to take the night train. Jack loved travelling on the night trains around Europe. They were so convenient. Every time he was ready to move on to a new country, he would leave the city in the evening and wake up 
in another country on the following day. It was the perfect way of avoiding getting bored on long train journeys and wasting a day travelling. Instead, it left his days open for plenty of time exploring the incredible cities of Europe. He would wake up the following morning on the train, fresh as a daisy, rejuvenated by a comfortable night's sleep, ready to embrace the day ahead. Some travellers he encountered avoided the sleeper trains due to the added cost of having a bed to sleep in, but Jack thought it was a no-brainer. He wasn't having to spend money on accommodation for the night in a city location, so he didn't see paying for sleeper accommodation as much of an additional cost. Besides, he couldn't put a price on a good night's sleep and the idea of resting in an upright train seat for hours on end did not appeal to Jack one bit. Jack had been travelling through Europe for a little over five months now. Travelling had always been something he wanted to do. It was one of those bucket list tasks he had longed to tick off. His job as a data programmer was flexible, and he worked from a laptop, which meant that he could work from anywhere in the world. It was the perfect job to pair with his travel ambitions. On his 27th birthday, he had made the decision to finally bite the bullet and set out travelling. He wanted to visit as many places as possible. He had begun with Europe, since it was so easy to travel by train between countries, and then, in the future, he might fly to destinations farther away. But, to begin with, he had decided to start small. Jack much preferred travelling by train than by aeroplane anyway. It was easier and the views were much more interesting. Jack would swap a view of the clouds for the rolling hills of Scandinavia any day. Jack thought it funny how, in Europe, there were so many countries connected by land and separated only by borders, yet each country was totally different. The climate was different, the plants and trees were different, the landscape was different, and yet, in the grand scheme of things, it all made up the same giant patch of earth. He found it fascinating. And when you added on top the different languages, people and cultures, it was even more astounding. Our big world certainly isn't dull. Jack would often think to himself. When Jack had first set out on his travelling adventure, he had set himself a structure for where he would travel to and when. He started in Austria and decided to work his way out from there. He initially had planned a route making his way through the cities and regions of each country but he soon found that he had overscheduled himself. 
he had not given himself enough time to truly explore and enjoy each location before he had planned to move on to the next place. He found himself constantly repacking his bags and travelling more than he was settling down and relaxing. This, paired with his demanding workload, meant that he quickly found himself exhausted. So it wasn't long before he abandoned his travel plans and decided to slow down. Instead of deciding where he would head to weeks in advance, he would just see where he felt like going on the day. Jack started settling down in each city he went to and really embraced the culture and daily life of the citizens. He would get comfortable and waited until he finally felt ready to move on, to decide where he wanted to head to next. It was a much better way of travelling around Europe. By taking a step back from his everyday reality, Jack had come to learn a very valuable lesson. In his previous daily life, Jack had rushed from place to place, constantly chasing progress and achievements, meaning that he rarely left himself any time to rest. He found that by slowing down and enjoying life more, rather than rushing to achieve goals, he had a fresher understanding and enjoyment of life. Life is about living in the present moment and appreciating the beauty in every day. By throwing out his original travel schedule, Jack had plenty of time to truly relax and enjoy each amazing, unique city and country he went to. Jack had spent the past five months in the likes of Vienna and Salzburg, Prague and Krakow, Tallinn and Riga, Helsinki and Oslo, to name a few. Now, after some time embracing nature in the north of Norway, Jack was heading to the city of Stockholm in Sweden, where he would stay with an old friend of his. That was one of the best things about travelling on his own. Jack could visit and stay with friends he knew that had settled around the world. And he could make lots of new friends too. Jack had met many other solo travellers and couples embarking upon the nomadic lifestyle. He had befriended locals and sparked up conversations with holidaymakers. Without the distraction of a travel companion, he found himself observing the people around him, and therefore he had many more opportunities to talk to strangers. Jack's confidence had grown and grown since he had set out on his travels all those months ago. As delightful as it was to travel independently, Jack was eager to see his old friend Sorin again. Sorin had moved to Stockholm after studying abroad in Sweden. He had enjoyed living in the Scandinavian country so much that he had decided to stay there. Jack hadn't seen Sorin in over four years 
so his visit was long overdue. Jack looked around the train carriage at the other passengers near him. It was always amusing to observe other people on the night train, as he could tell who was an avid traveller and who was a novice just from a simple glance nowadays. He could see who had pulled the short straw and was trying to save money by sleeping in the standard seats on this long train journey. A couple of girls were attempting to doze, sitting upright in their seats, one leaning against the window and the other friend leaning against her shoulder. They shifted around uncomfortably, trying to grab some shut-eye but failing due to the discomfort of their seating arrangement. Jack had attempted sleeping on the night trains in the standard seats early on in his travels, but he soon learned that it was better to just spend the extra money on a sleeper carriage rather than endure a tumultuous night for the sake of a few euros. Further down the carriage, behind him, Jack could hear the raucous laughter of a group of young lads drinking cans of beer and turning the night train into an all-night party. They would definitely be fresh travellers. In a week or two, they would barely be able to stomach a beer, let alone sink a pack in one night. Jack smirked to himself and took a sip of his flask of hot tea. He was so grateful that he wouldn't have to sit and listen to them all night and would be able to retreat to his sleeper cabin soon. The great thing about the sleeper trains was that it could feel somewhat like a rolling hotel. He could unwind in the standard seats with his snacks and hot tea before moving through to his cabin where he could sleep soundly in a comfy bed. Jack closed his eyes for a moment and envisioned the vibrant city he was heading towards. He couldn't wait to wander down the streets of the medieval old town and dine in the cool restaurants. He would admire the fascinating preserved 17th century ship at the Vasa Museum and maybe even pay a visit to the Nobel Prize Museum. It would also be a rite of passage that he paid a visit to the Abba Museum and showed his appreciation there, of course. Jack had a good feeling about Sweden and he felt like he would want to stay there for quite a while. Jack allowed his mind to return to his body from his daydream and he noted how the train carriage had settled into a more steady, trembling motion. He could hear the wheels of the train rolling along the tracks and the soft shuffling of other people in their seats. He held his flask of tea in between his hands and it radiated out surges of warm energy into his palms. He took a deep breath in and sighed out. He opened his eyes again and gazed out at the window. 
It was still fairly light outside due to the long days the summers in the northern hemisphere provided. Jack smiled, gratifyingly, as he looked out on the wilderness outside the window. He couldn't see the ground to the side of the train track, only trees streaming down the mountain. It created the illusion that the train was flying through the air, floating just above the trees. The next thing he knew, an older man appeared from behind him and sat himself down in the seat on the other side of Jack's table. I hope you don't mind me joining you, the man apologised in a hushed tone. But I had to move from my seat. Those noisy boys down there are driving me crazy. Jack laughed and rolled his eyes. He assured the man that he was more than welcome to sit opposite him, and the man gratefully settled himself down. Jack observed the man. He was an older gentleman with grey hair and a prickly stubbled beard. He had dark blue eyes and mature wrinkles around his eyes and forehead. He was wearing a woolly jacket and a black t-shirt with joggers on his bottom half. He was dressed appropriately for a long train journey and he had placed a bottle of water and a cookie on the table in front of him. The man must have been a seasoned traveller on the night trains as he was perfectly prepared for the exhausting occasion. Then Jack noticed something on the man's t-shirt. On one side of his chest there was an embroidered symbol with the initials E and R in the middle. Circular border with what looked like Latin writing in the middle surrounded the two large initials and on either side were two wreaths of leaves. Perched on the top was an image of a crown. Jack didn't recognize the symbol, so he decided to strike up a conversation with the man. I hope you don't mind me asking, but I'm curious, what is that symbol for? Jack questioned referring to the embroidered symbol on the man's t-shirt. The man looked down at it as if he had forgotten what he was wearing and then a moment of realisation swept across his face. Ah, that would be the symbol for the Royal Engineers of the British Army, he replied casually. Are you in the army? Jack asked, intrigued. He hadn't met anyone who was in the army before. The man laughed softly and rested his hands across his stomach before replying, I was once. I'm retired now. Even though the man was obviously older than Jack, he didn't look old enough to be retired. Jack was surprised. You don't look old enough to be retired, Jack commented, and the man grinned before replying, That's the perk of being in the army. You get a nice early retirement. My name is Victor. Jack smiled and replied, I'm Jack. Jack turned back to look out of the window at the views. The sky was growing dimmer, but even at nine o'clock at night, 
it was still very light. In summer in the northern hemisphere, there could be up to 19 hours of daylight, so the sun barely set before it rose again in these parts. Although in the winter, Sweden and Norway could experience days where they hardly saw any daylight at all. Jack wasn't sure which way round he would prefer it. Jack's focus on the outdoors was pulled away by an eruption of loud laughter further down the carriage where the rowdy group of boys were sitting. Jack saw the two girls who were trying to sleep across the way tutting and moaning at the disruption to their feeble attempts at sleep. The man sitting opposite him sighed and muttered under his breath, Oh, I don't think we'll be getting much sleeping done this evening. Do you play cards? Jack grinned and leaned forward in his seat. I sure do. What, what game do you have in mind? Victor pulled out a pack of cards from his jacket pocket and tipped them out into his hand. Do you know how to play gin rummy? Victor asked, cocking his eyebrow expectantly. Jack nodded and pulled out an extra pack of cards from his own pocket. I sure do, he replied, and the two men started chuckling at how similar they were. They both shuffled their decks of cards and then combined them together. Victor dealt their hands and then they began to play. They played for the best part of two hours chatting along the way about their individual travels. Victor had been travelling a lot longer than Jack had, and he had been a lot further across the world. Jack had practically only just started his nomadic life, but Victor had been travelling for years now. Victor told Jack how he had retired at an early age from the military, and had decided that his retirement years were the perfect time to see the parts of the world that he hadn't had the opportunity to visit yet. He'd spent the best part of the past five years of his life voyaging from continent to continent. He had travelled around India and Asia, the Caribbean islands, Africa, America, China and Japan, and now he found himself in Europe, Victor had visited Stockholm before when he was younger, but he had loved it so much that he hadn't delayed in adding it onto his European itinerary. Jack was impressed by Victor's tales of his travels. He imagined that when he retired he would want to slow down and enjoy a slower pace of life surrounded by his family. But Victor was of the opposite opinion. He had spent his younger years working hard and pursuing a career in the military that dictated much of his life. When he hit retirement age, he felt a sense of freedom that he hadn't felt before, and he wanted to embrace the opportunity to go wherever he wanted without any responsibility. Jack was in awe of this mature, centred man who was happily travelling around the world in his older years. 
Victor was proof that life didn't stop when you retire. In fact, you can look at it as your life is just beginning instead. Victor asked Jack about the places he had been to and Jack gladly enthused about the stunning cities he had visited and the otherworldly beauty of Norway. They both agreed that Prague was one of the best cities they had been to and Victor told Jack all about his time living in Estonia when he was part of the army. Victor gave Jack recommendations for places to travel to in the future and Jack convinced Victor to add Austria to his list. By the time midnight rolled around, they had both got to know each other quite well and they had learnt that Victor was definitely the better card player out of the two of them. Don't worry that, I've had many more years of practice at these games than you have. I have an unfair, I have an unfair advantage really, Victor said, comforting Jack as he packed away his deck of cards and placed them back in his jacket pocket. Jack yawned and rubbed his heavy, tired eyes. He was exhausted. Do you have a cabin to get to? Jack asked Victor, but he shook his head slowly. Jack was surprised that Victor hadn't booked a cabin on the overnight train. Surely a man of retirement age would want to sleep in comfort rather than in an itchy train seat. Jack offered Victor his cabin. He felt bad for Victor having to sleep upright with all these people around him, but Victor declined. Don't worry about me, he reassured Jack. Quite like sleeping in the standard seats. I've slept in a lot worse conditions in my youth. In my military days we would sleep in cold, wet kit down in trenches we had dug for ourselves in the middle of the rainy British weather. Believe me, Sleeping in a warm train seat doesn't bother me one bit. And besides, those noisy boys down at the other end have piped down now, so it's much quieter than it was before. Jack glanced down the train carriage at the four young men who had been partying with their pack of beers earlier. All of them were out cold, snoring and slumped back in their seats. Jack sniggered to himself and turned back to Victor. Are you sure? He checked. Victor smiled warmly and nodded his head. I'm sure. He confirmed. Jack and Victor said their goodbyes and wished each other well. Then Jack began the short journey along the train to his sleeper cabin. He tiptoed down the corridor, conscious that he didn't want to disturb anyone else already in their beds, and he crept inside his room. Whoever he was sharing the cabin with was already fast asleep on the bottom bunk, so Jack could take the top. That's exactly how he liked it anyway, so he had lucked out. Jack closed the door to the sleeper carriage and the room fell silent. With the door closed, 
all of the sounds from outside of the carriage faded away and the room became still. He pulled his sleeping mask out of the front pocket of his bag, stretched the elastic out and placed it over his head. Then he opened a little box from inside his bag and picked out two foam earplugs and inserted them into his ears. His ears felt warm and snug and he couldn't hear a thing. He could no longer hear the chugging of the train or the screeching of the tracks. He couldn't detect any footsteps out in the corridor or even hear the rustling of his body moving as he climbed up onto the top bunk. The outside world was completely shut out. Jack made himself comfortable and pulled the blanket up close to his neck. He curled himself up tightly and sighed with relief. He pulled his sleeping mask down over his eyes and everything fell dark. When he eventually woke up, he would be in a new country with a new language and traditions for him to learn. He would have fresh places to visit and a rich culture and history to immerse himself in. Every country he went to was totally different to the one before and every day was an adventure. He couldn't wait to see what wonderful things he would discover when he arrived in Sweden. Jack took a deep breath in through his nose and contentedly exhaled out. He felt like he was wrapped up comfortably in his own cocoon and when he awoke he would transform into a beautiful butterfly. But for now he looked forward to resting and recuperating in the serene silence of his sleeper carriage, with the gentle rocking of the train, lulling him to sleep.